and welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to be here today. This is actually a really juicy conversation titled Pleasure and Magic, and does it get any better, honestly? Pleasure, magic, yum, all of the things that I love wrapped up in one conversation. So inside of today's episode, I have a conversation with Daniela Arango, who is a spiritual mentor and guide. And this conversation is really potent. It's really beautiful. And there's a lot of things that you can take away from this. We actually aired this live on my Facebook page. So you can watch the actual video to it as well if you want to. But I thought that this is a really good way where you can kind of tune in, tap into the conversation and not have to worry about, you know, keeping an app opened. I kind of love that with podcasts is like you can tune in, you can listen, but you don't have to keep the app opened like you do, of course, with like Facebook. Like you can just listen from wherever you can scroll if you want to scroll, although I recommend not scrolling (laughs) during this conversation, but you're going to find a lot of takeaways in this and I'm excited for you to tune into Pleasure and Magic. Um, have so much fun. And if you enjoyed this conversation, tag us on social media, let us know so we can connect with you. I will link our, um, Instagram feed below. If you want to connect, thank you so much. And I will see you inside. Welcome to the pleasure queen podcast your experience into the divine feminine magic. I am your host, Emily Whiteside, the Pleasure Queen. I've taught hundreds of women how to connect deeper into their pleasure, their sensuality, and authentic expression to tap into their goddess energy. In this podcast series, we explore what it means to be an empowered woman and talk about everything from sex to pleasure to wealth to energy to entrepreneurship. I'm so excited to have you here on this journey. Now let's get intimate. Okay, now that's better. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to our shit show. Um, Just a little bit of (laughs) technical problems for a minute, but welcome to Pleasure and Magic. I'm here with Daniela, who is actually was one of my mentors last year. And also in my soul sisters, but I think we wanted to just share today, like how we can really tap into our next level moving forward in our brands. And Daniela, I'm going to let you actually just share the floor, share what we're going to talk about. (laughs) You have a better (laughs) word than I do today. I actually think like your wording is amazing. Like I remember the first time that I, like not the first time that I met you, but like when I was like beginning to to get to know you, we were doing this like, I don't know, in some platform we were talking and you started talking about something like, but not really thinking about it. It was like you were expressing it. And I was like, the way she expresses, it's just like so effortless. And like the words just kind of come together and my brain is like, yes, give me more, like whatever you're talking about. It's like a vibe. So anyway, I love your expression and how you're like, you know, bring words together and expressions together. But into like what we wanted to talk about, like I remember that you mentioned something on Instagram about like, you know, normalizing, investing in pleasure and magic and our energy in like 
the expression of our soul rather than the investment, the, the normal investments of like, you know, business coaching and, and, and structures and things. And I don't think there is like a right and wrong way on those two. I just feel like it's time. And so many of us crave it. The normalization of like, yeah, I spend like thousands of dollars in the woman that I am. Mm-hmm. Like that's just so sexy. <laughs> it totally is. So it totally is. So I just wanted to like open up that conversation because I know you're all about pleasure. I'm all about magic. And I think like the union of those two, it's really like such an expression of like a woman in her, in this power. Like, I think we, we forget that like our power as women, I was like the feminine essence of the planet is creation is expression. And yes, we get to have structures and, 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 men and masculine um, structures around us that support us, of course, for sure. And even our own, you know, uh, divine masculine that support us. But one of the things is the unleashing of our truest expression. And right now in my business, I'm talking a lot about um, like authentic branding and what that looks like. And I don't know for you, but I mean, we together went through like a huge upgrade of your brand that was like letting go of who you thought you needed to be or who you thought, you know, people wanted of you, like the good girl and is starting to really tap into feeling safe by expressing all the magic that is in your, in your energy. And I feel like you're doing an incredible job right now. Thank you. <laughs> it feels so effortless. And I think that that's the thing in like branding to take us to the next level and like become a brand is like you do the healing work of releasing what you think you have to be in order to be a brand, right? Or in order to make a lot of money or be whoever, like somebody who's like iconic in whatever field that you're in. It's like, it's much more of the healing work that we do to stand out as opposed to like the masculine strategy to stand out. Oh, I think we lost you. Oh, there you are. <laughs> You're back. Are you back? <laughs> is it your, your internet or is it my internet? I feel like you're the one breaking up for me, but am I breaking up for you? You're the brand breaking up for you. <laughs> you're the one that's breaking up for me. <laughs> I wonder okay. How, okay, there we go. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think anything that is true to who we are will eventually work just because of like effortless magnetism. And I think sometimes it's safer to go like the safer route of like, okay, let me figure it out how to do this. But it's like, that will get you to a certain level. But like the, the self-actualization, the self-realization, the, the true transformation and the true medicine that comes out of you that is like effortless, it doesn't come from like thinking and strategizing. It really comes from going inside and see, okay, what part of me needs to feel safe within my beingness to just be because that beingness, and this is a story I was, I was actually thinking about this the other day with a friend of mine. We were just talking, this is like a friend from high school. And I remember like, I just love spending time with her and I don't care what we talk about. I don't care what's happening. It's just like being in her energy. And I started to think about like, why? Because 
different people in my life bring out different pieces of who I am. And I was like, why is it that I love being in her space so much? And it's because she herself. Like she's not somebody that wants um, validation from anybody. It's just like very, very like unapologetic about like, this is what I think and this is what I don't think and this is what I like and this is what I don't like. She doesn't like sugarcoat anything for me. No, neither for neither for anybody. So being in her energy is so refreshing. Even if she's not trying to do anything, she's not teaching me anything. She's not like my coach or my mentor. But just being in her energy gives me that transformation and that space of being an unapologetic space that then you know I calibrate to too. So I think when we start to be like that effortless beingness of who we are, it's so transformational and it's on. And I think that's why sometimes. I don't know for you, like sometimes it's like, how can we put a value in just being who we are? Because I don't know for you, but for me, like the more and more I do my work, the more I'm like, it's so easy. <laughs> like, and it's so fun and it's so ridiculous because it's like, it's me having fun being who I am more and more and more and more. And the more money I make, but it's, you know, sometimes it's like, how can I put value and how can it be worth thousands of thousands of dollars if I'm just being me? And it's like, yeah, but not everybody's being able to do that. Yeah. And that's such the hardest thing is like mentally almost like your ego wants to be like, you can't charge for this. Like I literally feel like I just, you know, vacation and drink champagne and like talk to my clients. Like they're my best friends, but we uncode a lot and we're upgrading a lot and we're doing all of this healing work, but it feels so easy. And so I don't know about you, but I got to a place in my brand. Actually, you probably do know this. Like I got to a place in my brand early last year where it felt like almost like work to show up. Like it felt like I had to put on this hat every day and like step into the role and it was draining and it drains your pleasure and it drains your magic because you're essentially trying to be somebody else when you do that. And then there's no pleasure in that because it's this role that you have to play. So the work that I did last year was kind of like letting go of this, like meshing like who I am into my brand. So it's like that affirmation that I played with was like, I get paid just simply for being me. And that really helped me step into um, going from like a very like, masculine business to something that feels like a work of art and to something that feels so magic and effortless. And it's just like feminine energy that really carries my brand. And the masculine isn't separate of that. And I feel like for a lot of us in business, it feels separate. It feels like the doing is going out, grabbing something like the masculine energy is like, I have to go do this thing. I have to go invest in the next business mentor to take me to the next level. When really where the magic and the pleasure is in our next like income jump or just feeling better in our lives is more about like who am I choosing to be in this moment? Like who would the CEO of my brand, how would she lead her life and how can she come forward? For me, that's been like the pleasure queen, like letting her just like take control of my body and my world. 
Um, and for you, it's like the magic within you, like letting that come out and take power in your world instead of it being two separate things. Like I'm working now, so I have to shut this off or um, I can't be this because I have to go to work. When you mesh those worlds, it's like I get to wear lingerie while I'm working or I get to drink champagne on the job or I get to like meditate and that gets to be like what the money generating activity <laughs> that masculine, more masculine people talk about. Essentially, like everything we do in our lives, when we blend these two worlds, becomes money generating activities. And they're really fun. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that I was kind of exploring the other day, it's like, I feel like for such a long time, society in general, like the majority of people have lost touch with their own spirit, with the simplicity of their beingness. And so we're having generations that come online and and are born and they are never taught actually the simplicity and the richness of the spirit of, of their essence of their beingness. So then what happens is like we have people and, and us, right. We live in an environment in which when we look outside, everything is very shiny and very beautiful. And especially with social media and all the things we think like, okay, everything outside of me is telling me my happiness is outside. My happiness is everything that I got to go and get. And I, you know, now, when I have that, then I'm going to be really, really enjoying myself. And I think that is like the, the huge foundation of how we do things. And then we just stay empty. Like we, we're like in this like endless loop of seeking this, as you say, this union, this, this, this aha moment, this, this like sacred realization I don't even know how to say it it's more like a you know when you when you when you just feel like home and you feel like you know there's no separation between my job and who I am and my partner and outside and inside it's just like this is it but that is the ability to feel the spirit that is the ability to understand that you know your worthiness and your beingness and your essence it's magic and it's here and it's literally breathing through you it's like in your body and expressing itself out like that's not magic I don't know what it is <laughs> so but because for such a long time we have not really been taught or, or seen through our generations you know how 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 do we say like how that is played out? Like, I don't, I don't know within your life, but for me, like I didn't really have that many examples as I grew up from somebody that was living their truth from somebody that was like, I am so safe in my body and I am so divine and so beautiful and everything else just comes to me and everything else is an expression of me and everything else is attracted to my energy and like a flow. Instead, what I saw is like when I grew up, it was more like hustle and bustle and things and, you know, all things and and then he goes social media and then he goes all the things and and so I feel like for such a long time we have been programmed this you know never-ending cycle of what's next outside of ourselves and is realizing that you know the deeper we go within or the more we save and as you're saying like I started to allow pleasure in my everyday I started to like hang out with myself and let that be 
like the igniting fire then eventually gets me to come out and eventually gets me to do things that people are like, whoa, whoa, what is this? Like, I want to be part of whatever you've got going on. So I feel like that's one of the biggest things that people don't realize when it comes to doing this type of work. Like, it is so important that we have a foundation of creating a business and doing the marketing and doing all the things, but eventually it's a liberation of the soul. Like eventually it's a liberation of, of the pressure of having to be something or the pressure of having to seek for something or the pressure to having to accomplish something and realizing like you can land, but that landing is an inner work because it's the work of feeling safe in this very moment by being who you are with the spirit and all. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, instead of going out to grab the next level, we unwrap it in our bodies. Exactly. Yeah. That's it's like a present. Like you're just unwrapping, like you're taking your clothes off and like revealing your lingerie instead of like feeling like you have to keep buying new outfits to try on and try on and try on. And then you get to play this really fun game that's like, wait a sec, that belief system of like, wait, I can't make money this way because I'm so used to making money, like how we're brought up, so used to making money, building whatever it is that we're building through going and doing. And now it's like, wait a second, I'm going to be this and then just invite people into my world instead of like, I have to teach X, Y, and Z. We're kind of moving people into a direction of doing life together because that's essentially what mentorship is. That's essentially what personal development is. Like our teacher is our actual world. It's not like, yes, it's the healing sessions we do. And it's the trainings that we take that like plant a seed in our mind But then we go into this high-level mentorship with our coaches of essentially just like, I'm doing life with my mentor, and we're just kind of like learning from that life and learning how to invite more magic and pleasure into my day. And that's how we really truly find who we are is by being like in life instead of feeling like you have to go on to the next thing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And there is one thing about like healing, for example, being around somebody that it's like, for example, that is regulated in their nervous system, automatically it impacts the regulation of your nervous system and the opposite as well, right? Being around somebody that is deregulated with their nervous system, of course, affects your nervous system. So it's basically, it's basically what you're saying, right? Like doing life together, just because I have done the work for me in terms of like living this world. I think our brand, it's like the world that we are here to give birth to. It's like, you know, our brand, I believe that it's like our, the, 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 the world of our soul is soul expression. So the soul expression is here to create this beautiful, um, like world that has never been paved before a world that is unique to you. And then we do that through our brand. So I just got distracted with like the sound. Wait, what was I saying? <laughs> got distracted with the sound. So anyway, but what I was saying is like creating creating a brand is basically like expressing your soul through something that can be tangible. And the way of doing that is, you know, the inner work that we do together, that letting go, that the, the like 
there is nothing more expanding than seeing somebody do something that you're like, wait, is that also a possibility? Like, wait a minute, like that's also something that can happen. And then when we are in that energy, then we regulate to that possibility as well. So I think what you're saying is basically that it's like, let me do my work and express myself and be the transformation that I'm here to be an evidence of. And anybody who gets to be in my world gets to basically go with me, come along with me and, and pick out the pieces that they want out of the world and make it their own. Yeah. So our job essentially is to live life, <laughs> do the healing work, liberate yourself, liberate your soul, liberate your um, wounded masculine and your wounded feminine. And then people get the transformation because they can just calibrate to your energy. So simple conversations that you can have can be like life-changing with clients because you've done the work. Like you don't mm. hold the negative coding around it. And it kind of brings it to that point of, you know, us ready to be able to invest, like kind of changing the industry a little bit of like, okay, you're a multiple six figure, even like six figure, multiple six figure. Maybe you're not even there yet. doesn't matter. Seven figure, eight figure entrepreneur. Like essentially now it's like the fine tuning that we're here to do. Like, you know, the strategy, you know, all of the things to do. It's now giving yourself permission to be more in pleasure and be more in your magic and feel more connected to your soul and let that lead instead of letting ego lead now. And I think that that's what this industry, especially like entrepreneurship, feminine entrepreneurship is shifting right now is we're moving from like, okay, how can I market myself? How can I like get people results to how can I let my soul, my pleasure, my pussy lead more instead of like that inner voice, that ego that just like nonstop talks all of the time? I think I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, but here's the thing though, the, here, the thing is like, eventually when we are leading lives that are not necessarily fulfilling at a soul level, what happens is like we get bored. Mm-hmm. we get bored and we get on our minds and in our head. And again, it's talking about like not feeling the spirit in the body, not feeling this like satisfaction with everything that is happening. So the next step on that would be like another, another thing of continuation of what you're doing. It's not going to get you out of your born bornness. Like it's not going to like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes we got to like understand that for example, sometimes clients constantly, they say like, you know, what is half what I'm doing right now? Like I continue to do it, but I'm like, I'm a little bit bored with it. And also like, it's like not working. I don't know if I'm self-sabotaging it, but it's like, well, here's the thing. Sometimes every time that something doesn't really work, like something that it's like, that, you know, it's like, uh, you know, we see it as like, oh, I need to fix it. But it's like, no, what if that is like actually the, the, the guidance into something new, into something different, into something that like changes your world. So when you're talking about 
now the work after we, we kind of got the foundations, the work is to really allow ourselves to, to relax into the things that we already created and to actually enjoy the things that we already created. Because one of the things that happened to me too was like, I remember one quantum leap last year that was like so freaking fast. It's like, I don't even know what happened. And then after that, I was like, how am I supposed to enjoy this? Like it happens so fast. There's so much abundance around me. Like, I don't even know. And it's a new level. So that that could not actually been resolved per se by another, you know, by selling something else or by going into the market. And again, like for me, it was like, oh, okay, now this is how I learn how to soften and relax in my body when so many, so many incredible things are happening without having to continue in this hamster wheel of like, oh, I have been, I have been, um, so used to going, 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 going. And now it's understanding how do I soften the body? How do I allow more? How do I relax within my space? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's actually like, for me, it was like work to get to a point where I actually enjoyed my life and my brand. Like, because I think we're so programmed to just be on this hamster wheel. I think you use that analogy, like like the hamster wheel. We're so used to being on that hamster wheel where it's just like, okay, this is what I do every day. I wake up, I have my morning coffee, I do client calls, I go to bed, and it felt like I'm working like a normal job again. <laughs> like I'm just back in the same place that I was a couple years ago. Like, yes, I have more freedom now and it's beautiful, but I need to learn how to like actually enjoy my life because my mind wanted to go to, well, when I have the money to travel more, I'll enjoy it. Or when I have the, um, you know, cl- clients back to back, like eight sessions a day, I'll enjoy it more. Or when I have better clients, I'll enjoy it more. Like whatever the story is, it's like, no, you actually have to learn how to like fall in love with your brand, like fall head over heels. And the only way to do that is to come deepen your pleasure, deepen your soul connection. Um, and then your brand is birthed from a place of your soul instead of like what you think people want to buy. And I think that's the biggest block for a lot of people in entrepreneurship is like, what do I, like, nobody's going to buy this. Like I have to sell it like this and I have to be a business coach or I have to talk about this in order to sell. And it's like, no, whatever your gift, your magic is and how it feels so turned on in you, that's what's going to sell. Like it's you and your magic that's going to sell, not the result that you give. That's not what sells. Would you agree? Yeah. And you know what's coming? Because I was actually in one of the masterminds that I'm in, we, somebody asked this question, I think two days ago, and I was going on it. I'd, like there's two parts of the conversation. The first piece, like she was saying, you know, there's so much out there already. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be like anybody else. And I'm just kind of like, uh, so bored of all the things being kind of the same. And I'm trying to figure it out how I can be different. I'm trying to figure it out, you know, how to make my brand not feel like the same thing or not be around the same thing because I'm uninspired. I'm bored. The same thing that I was saying earlier, I'm bored with it. And the, the piece that I was talking and that came through for me and for her in that conversation was like, first of all, 
for some reason, we believe that we are capable of being like somebody else. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. Like even if we literally use the same colors, the same font, the same words, I 100% promise you that when I see it in your feed and when you see it in my feed, we're going to receive it differently. Yeah, totally. Because your energy frequency, your signature is so different. And the way in which you send it is different. The way in which you delivered it is different. Like it's impossible to be like somebody else. So when we remember, okay, actually it is an impossible mission to be like somebody else. So I don't need to stop myself from trying not to be like somebody else. Because one thing is, is creating, trying to avoid something. Like I'm avoiding trying to be like this because that's one way of creating. And there is another way of creating. I'm like, okay, well, I have my, I have my own unique, whatever I create, doesn't matter what I create. It's going to already have my brand. I am my brand. So when we are in that point, it's like, oh, I'm already very unique. And I'm, and, and then it's like, the, as you're saying, I think for you, it's like such a beautiful exploration. And I see it more and more and more. The more you allow yourself to like, let that uniqueness come out and like, ex- like be surprised sometimes like, oh, this is coming out of me. Isn't that crazy? But it's not about, let me not try to be like somebody else. It's more like understanding I am already brand. So let me see how things come out of me. Let me see what is the trend of my, of my energy, of my beingness, of what I like, of what I don't, all those things. So that's like the first piece about like, I think a lot of the times you were trying to be unique and trying to be different. And it's like, you already are <laughs> like, don't waste yeah. time on that. <laughs> totally. It doesn't have to be something you go and chase. It's just like letting the world yeah. see more of you. And that's yeah. what, like, when I look back to my old content and like kind of cringe, I'm like, it's not that it wasn't <laughs> me. It's just, it's cringy because that's not like it, it was like the, the Emily, like I felt like I had to show up as, and now I feel like I can just step from my, whatever I was doing before this, probably what was I doing like before this? Oh, I've been watching, um, ultimatum on Netflix, but so I'm watching Netflix to like, okay, I'm just going to come right on here. Like I don't have to prep where before, you know, a couple years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go into a meditation. I have to like plan out what I'm going to say. I have to be perfect. I have to say the right words. And now I just like, no, I just want to hang out with people and get paid for it. And then we all get to do that. Like we just get to be ourselves. Like imagine business being so easy where you just have to essentially show up, you know, just like pull up a chair and just start talking. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I think somebody asked me this question in one of my programs the other day. It's like, what do you do before you go on a live? Like, is there anything that you do? And I was like, I'm going to disappoint you real big here <laughs> because I don't have anything that I do right before, before a live. Like, this is me. <laughs> this is literally out where I'm walking and then come in and say hi. Um, I mean, of course, I think we have like, like a vision of like who I desire to be talking to and who I want in the room and the energetics and all the things. But there's nothing really, as you say, that it's like, if you were to meet me in person, you would be like, isn't that interesting? (laughs) You know, like it's kind of the same. It is the same. Like if you meet me in person, I'm exactly the same person. But here's the other piece about the conversation um, that somebody asked in the mastermind. The other piece was, 
I don't know what to offer next because I'm just like a little bit uninspired of like, what is the next thing that I'm going to share? Because I feel like, again, I'm just like seeing the same things all over. And one of the things that I, that I shared for her was like, when, and you said it, when we are trying to sell just because we feel like that's what they want from us and we're trying to sell just because we think, oh, this is going to sell. What we do is that we actually like are selling to like the imaginary people in our mind that are like our own resistance. Mm. And instead, what we do, it's like, for example, right now, my offers, like I want to be in them. I would absolutely pay for them. Like I would just take my money. Like I'm so excited about this thing. The way I get to create now, it's like, I'm excited about the surprises within the container. I'm excited about even the entrance, like how you get to come in into the, 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 like the invitations, the the magnetism, the the application process, meeting everybody together, what we're going to do together. So it's creating offers that is like your people. Like, would you invite your friends to something that you think will sell? Like, would you invite your friends to something that is like, oh, I think this is what you want from me and this is what you will buy? No, I would not invite my friends to that. I would say like, absolutely not. But if I'm creating a party, like I'm throwing a party or a celebration or a birthday or whatever, and I'm throwing it for my friends, I would do what I would like to receive. So then now instead of creating something that it's like, this is what would sell and this is what I think it's going to work. I create something that is like, if it was for me, how would I love to receive it? How would I like, what do I want to feel and how do I want to receive it? And that on its own ignites a fire and a magnetism inside of our energy that is so powerful and so magnetic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to fall in love with it. I always like, I feel like taking on the energy I was having, I was doing a call with a client the other day and she's like, okay, I'm planning a party. And I was like, you are. And she's like, well, actually my offer, but like, I'm planning a party. Will you help <laughs> me plan a party? And I'm like, yes. And, um, so we like planned out this entire party, but that's what it feels like when I, now, when I have offers is like, I'm planning a party and I'm sending out invitations. And I'm creating like the mood and the vibe and the decor And I'm picking the perfect people that would be like amazing at this specific party. It takes the pressure off so much because it just adds like fun again. And I think if we're bored and we feel like our brand or our life is boring and it's not orgasmic and it's not like this pleasure filled thing, then we have to come back to like, well, what sets your soul on fire? And for me, it's like, I love, what do I love in this life? I love wine and champagne and martinis. And I love reading and I love like planning parties and I love having conversations with my friends and I love sending nudes to my friends. How can I encompass that in my brand, right? It's like, I can put nudes on social media and I can have champagne with my clients, you know, as a little like intro to our first session together, whatever it might be. But it's just kind of like making business fun again, like letting yourself live in it instead of like feeling like you have to put on a hat and turn into somebody else. And also at the same time, it's important to know, like, because I talk about emotions like colors, 
So I talk about some people that think like, okay, so I, I just gotta be like great all the time. Like mm-hmm. I just gotta feel good all the time. And I'm like, no, it's like, imagine trying to wear the same colors, the same scheme of colors every single day. Yeah. First of all, like you're, even your, like if you have pants and, and a shirt and they're white, they're going to have like different shades of white. So it's like almost impossible, literally, it's almost impossible to wear the same color at the same tone. It's super hard and also like boring and also like why. So, <laughs> so thinking about, cause when we were talking about pleasure, like I feel like anybody that is listening is like, Oh, I just, I got to be so perfect for my brand. Like I got to feel so good. And it's like, especially with the work that I do, I mean, there's like dark nights of the soul. There is like awakenings. There's like rebirths. Like every time a piece of us is dying, meaning like a piece of the brand that worked, a piece of the brand that was who got us here. There's pieces of us that take us to a certain level. Mm-hmm. You know, like as Emily, you know, there's like different layers in, in onion, like, you know, peeling all an onion, right? And every time a, a piece of the onion drops, you feel like a little bit different, right? You feel exposed. And that whole journey is a journey that definitely creates um, like vulnerability and a lot of emotions and a lot of of like feelings in the body, right? So it's, un- it's important to understand that, like, if we think about like emotions as colors, I love to wear different colors. And sometimes there's three, there's four, sometimes there's a lot of colors in my in my outfits, and they all get to coexist together if they're part of your brand because they're part of you. So think about if you wake up one day and you're feeling fabulous, but also very tender, but also just a little bit like almost I could cry, like my tear could just drop here in this beautiful scene. But then you also feel like, you know, like butterflies in your stomach. It's like, you're wearing all the colors in a beautiful way that one doesn't have to take away the beauty of the other and they can coexist. So I think it's important when we talk about being ourselves and being in pleasure and being activated by our brand that within that, our brand and our business gets to hold the entirety of who we are, like all the colors of emotions and they're all get to come together and we hold it all when we don't have shame about feeling a certain way or showing up a certain way. That's so good. I love that analogy of the colors. That is like perfect. And it's the same thing. Like I talk about like the archetypes a lot because that's like what resonates with me is like, I can be like in my inner flirt sometimes and I could also be my seductress other times, but then there's times where like the flirt and the seductress or the good girl who's just like this, like, you know, little, like, I'm just happy, bubbly, flirting with life is also this very sexual being. And they, we feel like they can't, they clash but they actually work together. So we get to be all of the things, the Mm. drama queen and the flirt. Like it's kind of playing into like, I accept this into my body and how can the drama queen like accentuate my brand instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so dramatic. Like I can't feel this today or I can't feel this. Like I go into, I'm sure you do too. I go into like, I will like start my morning with like, self-pleasure and being like really in seductress energy and then by the evening I'm like reading poetry and like crying to myself in the bathtub (laughs) so I go from like (laughs) one extreme to the other extreme but it like works in my brand and I I remember feeling like I was having a conversation 
with somebody and I remember saying like, I feel like my brand's really weird because I go from like this like black lingerie to like talking about like more seductress things to like posting about poetry and like crying in my teacup. And then she was just like, well, you get to show people that you get to be all of that. And I was like, oh, you're right. And that simple permission was just like, I literally am it all. Like I can change from one second to the next and it all helps my brand instead of feeling like, oh, I can only be this in my brand or I can only show up like this in a relationship. You get to be all of you. And I think that's the magic is like uncovering that. Yes. Thank you. For example, like one of the things that we love about really close friends is that they are many things and that we can be all of it with them. So if we think about it, you know, the idea of having to fit a box to be successful, it's actually what we're breaking through is actually like our legacy, the legacy that we're leaving behind is understanding that like we are multidimensional beings we are divine and alien and a stardust and sensual and magic. And, you know, there's so many parts of, and we're human and we're imperfect. Like I was having a conversation with one of my clients this morning and she was telling me about something that she was like, you know, this is like one of my, my, my secrets. And I was like, we all have secrets. Like I have things that I will not share with the world, but the thing is, that does not make me like unauthentic or sneaky or, you know, um, unworthy of tr- or untrustworthy, not trustworthy. It's like we all have, you know, dark things and, and we all have, you know, our moments of, of not feeling so proud about things that we did. Like we all have those things. And I think especially with social media and authenticity too, I don't know why this conversation is moving this way, but anyway, but with social media and authenticity, it's like a lot of the times we feel like, oh, you've got to be so authentic and show everything on social media, but that's not actually being authentic. Like, you know, we get to have our private lives and we get to have our social lives and we get to be all of it and within our own journey we get to like share pieces and share everything but not because like I have to share it and I have to look this way because it's kind of the same wheel of like I've got to do this you know I think a lot of the times we feel especially with like authentic branding on social media we may feel like this pressure of having to show everything that we do and having to prove everything you know to be on brand or whatever and it's like I would rather, if you're having a really, really hard moment, I would rather you take care of yourself and ask for the support that you need and move through it and give yourself all the love and then come back a week, two weeks, a month after and tell me how that was for you from a place that feels really safe in your body because that's regulated and I will feel regulated when you share it. Rather than it's like, no, I'm going through this and I don't want to lie to my social media. So I'm going to go and cry on my Instagram. If that feels great, that's great. But also that's not vulnerability and authenticity either. So yeah, I don't know why the conversation went there. (laughs) It's almost like say, like for me, I save my hot mess. I I can totally be a hot mess, but I save the hot mess for myself to move through. And once I've moved Mm. through it and I've healed the wound then it creates a story that I can share. So it's like almost what I used to do. And what I think a lot of people do is like, we get this idea or we have this 
thing happen, this like hot mess thing or this, I, whatever, an idea. And then we have to share it right away. So I mm-hmm. even like could find myself doing that of like, oh my gosh, I should take a picture of this right now, like wherever I'm at. And I have to remind myself, like not everything has to be posted on social media. Like, especially when I'm traveling, like I really don't want to share this story right now. I want to save this for myself or I want to save this. I want to put my phone down and like be real, like be here. I feel like that's more authenticity and vulnerability than it is to just share right away without a thought. Because essentially what I keep using the word essentially, I just, I notice myself that keep saying that I'm like, oh my God, it's so annoying. Um, but what we're doing is like, we are living life. But before we share everything, like every story, we almost hold it in potency and ask, like, how do I want to share this story? Like, instead of just sharing it in the moment when your emotions are really high and you haven't really, like, digested it yet, I definitely did this during my, like, big breakup in 2020. (laughs) I was, like, sharing a little too much and coming up a little bit too vulnerably. And that's okay. That was beautiful. And that's how I process things. But now, like, when I go through something, I let myself go through it for myself and not feeling like I have to have an audience. Like I get to choose what I share with my audience. I get to choose what I post on social media because just like my dad used to tell me all of the time and like freak me out is like, what's on social media is on forever. Like every parent always said that when we were younger and I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, dad, I roll. But it's so true. It's like, you know, this my breakup story is definitely going to stay on the internet forever. And it's like people, people remember like what you do and you kind of like almost get, um, like people remember you for certain things, which isn't bad. Like, you know, going through my breakup was a huge part of my life. But anyways, I think that some of us, if it feels better, we're allowed to hold it in our bodies before we share it with the world. I think so. hundred percent. And it is, it is safe to do that, but, but at the same time, it, like not getting distorted of like, because I'm not sharing everything on social media doesn't mean that there are parts of me that are shameful and that are not worthy of being shown. It's a choice. It's a sovereign choice of I get to decide what I share and what I don't, but all the pieces of me are welcomed and all the pieces of me are allowed in my space. And so for example, as a reflector, I just wanted to look a little bit at the comments because I know everybody is kind of oh, saying hi. About comments. Uh, yes. So as a reflector, one of the biggest things as a, in human design, as a reflector, it's like, it's impossible to be defined because with different people, I'm a different person. Like with some people, I'm like super extrovert and exciting and like, like a kid with another person. I can be really flirty and really mysterious with somebody else. I could be like a hot mess. And with somebody else, I can be super like wise and strong and like steady and grounded. And it really depends. Like I match their energy. It's like the weirdest thing, like what is necessary in the moment. So sometimes I would feel like 
trying to encompass everything that I am in one brand and everything that I am in one thing. It's like impossible because, you know, two weeks go by and I can't recognize myself from two weeks ago because of the people that I was hanging out with or what was happening in my life. And now I'm different. So one of the biggest things for me was letting go of trying to define who am I? Because it's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, depends on who I'm hanging out with, depending on what my client wants, depending on what my client desires, depending on the, the piece of them that they're, they're bringing out because I'm literally a reflection of the environment. Mm-hmm. So in the creation of my brand, and in order to make a brand that is authentic to that and that allows me to be free of who I am, I remember one of the biggest things was like letting go of this idea that like, what I had had to be adjusted to my evolution. And instead it was like, I don't need to adjust that. I can just create something different. So then instead of like, okay, I have, I have gotten this program this way and I have talked to people this way and I have got this colors instead of thinking, okay, how do I evolve that? It's thinking like, that was beautiful. (laughs) So what else? Like what is now? And it can be maybe like like the, my brand has like a lot of colors. Well, not a lot, but like it can be like a different combination of colors or it can be like a completely different universe. Like we don't need to fix the universe that has been or the brand that has been in order to create something else. It can also be encompassed of the brand. So for me, I think one of the biggest and most exciting things about my brand, it's like it's always... I'm always welcomed in any of the pieces that I want to show up. And that is like a beautiful thing because it's, there is no pressure about like having to box myself into something that I created, but it's like, no, it, it is me. So it gets to evolve with me. It gets to be with me. And I don't need to fix it every time I change. I just get to literally like create something that adds on top to everything that already the brand is. I love that. It's like, you know, it's funny you say that because I have a mastermind right now and I don't, I want, I know that Facebook like scans things, but it's called Rich S-L-U-T and I just, (laughs) whatever. So anyways, um, that's like such a, you know, powerful like word to use, but then I'll also run programs that's like body worship and it's all about like meditation and like healing your body and so I go from like one extreme to the next and one of those like thoughts in my mind is like is this too extreme like how can I Mm. sometimes feel so gentle and so soft in my branding in my words and I it's funny because how rich slut I'm just gonna say it whatever how rich slut came to be is I wrote this really long poem essentially for women. And it was all about like loving our bodies. And it was very soft and gentle. And somebody commented on it that I have no right posting what I just posted, like this very soft, gentle thing called me like a rich slut. And I was like, oh my God, I love that insult. I'm going to use that for (laughs) my mastermind. But it was like that permission inside of myself that I get to be the boldness and the softness. Like I have, mm-hmm. my softness is such an edge and that was such an edge for my branding for a very long time, but I can also play in this boldness. And I think there's this happy medium of like your boldness is your softness. And like, 
it's just your energetic signature going out instead of feeling like, no, I have to stay with like the soft stuff. I have to use like very like calming names. It's like, we can add a little zest. We can add a little like fun to it and mix it up and it's okay. And we get to hold the flip side of it too. Yeah. I think the trap is thinking like, just because this is a piece of me, I have to then be that even more. And it's like, you can be that piece of you as much as you want it. And you don't have to push yourself to be more of it because you already are. And at the same time, you can even tomorrow shift to something else that is you and you don't have to stick in that. I feel like a lot of the times that is, that is the, the, the trap of like feeling like, okay, now I discover this piece of me. Now I have to be all of it all the time. And this is it. And it's like, no, not necessarily. Like this is a piece of you and you can explore it as long as you desire or as little as you desire, but you don't have to try to be it more. You just got to be it and then allow to the fact that you are multidimensional. I think like this is the piece about our generation and about the work that I think is so healing and is the work that we're doing about normalizing being all of us and normalizing investing thousands of dollars in the women that we're becoming and being all of us and in like doing life together with the people that activate pieces of us that we didn't even know existed. And it's like, what we're doing is we're like understanding that life is not linear, that there is not like just one way or one box that we've got to fit into in order to be successful, that we, there's no one box that we need to fit into in order to be loved or worthy of love. And understanding that like I am multidimensional and I can be like a, a, a lawyer or a CEO or whatever. And at the same time, it can be a slut as you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I can be crazy in bed or at the same time, I can be into spirituality and be super edgy and super, you know, or I can be like me. I can be into spirituality and like not look like a witch at all. <laughs> Just like look like a very normal person. <laughs> So it's understanding like we are multidimensional. There's so many dimensions to us because we are an experience. I think we forget that. The spirit is in the body and the spirit is experienced in itself through situations, through people, through energies. So defining ourselves is actually kind of funny because it's like you can define yourself when you're an experience (laughs) that is ever changing. Totally. Yeah, that's so good. It's just like this full freedom to be everything, like permission to just be yourself and like (laughs) not label stuff and like put yourself into a box, which I would always do. And I felt like putting myself in a box, that's where it like stopped the creative flow because I was like, oh, I have Mm. to show up like this. And it like your creativity wants to come through and it's like, oh, but that's not who I am. It is who you are. It's just not what you're letting yourself do. Like I never, and I hear this from women all the time, are that they're like, I'm just not sexy. Like I'm not a sexy person. I'm not like seductive. And I believe that about myself too. I'm like, I'm this like little cute girl. Like I'm just like smiley, bubbly. I'm like the nice girl and the kind girl. I can't be sexy and seductive too. But once I started to allow myself to like open up my sexual expression or open up my sacral, it's like, 
oh, wait, I am this too. And I'm nice and I'm kind. And it's the same thing with when we start tapping into like richness or wealth. It's like, but I've never been rich or wealthy. I've never had extra money. So like, who am I with extra money? Like, maybe I do like luxury. Maybe I I always used to, I swear, like if people would have seen me like way before I started my brand, it was like, I didn't care what I looked like. I didn't have fashion sense. I didn't even know what like luxury brands were. I didn't even know like five-star hotels existed really. And so <laughs> and now it's like, I'm just like, I love all that stuff, but it's been like allowing myself to love that, right? Like allowing myself to feel comfortable in those things instead of being conditioned because it's outside of my comfort zone and just like shutting it off to the world. Yeah. Like coming back to like my desires to experience myself in different layers of who I am is a safe thing Yeah, to go through. Yeah. I remember going to my first five-star hotel and I was, I actually got um, screamed at by Floyd Mayweather who was sitting next to me. And I was like, I hate five-star hotels. I hate luxury. I literally went home and I was like, I don't want to be rich. I don't want money. I never want to travel again. I'm going to stay in like Holiday Inns from now on. (laughs) I hated it. It was like (laughs) traumatic for me to stay at my first five-star hotel. It was in Miami. And yeah, I did not like it. I did not enjoy it. And so it's been like allowing myself because I felt uncomfortable because I've never like let myself, I felt out of place. Like I don't belong here. And I think that that's the, the piece is like letting yourself belong in these new experiences and not judging yourself, not saying like, I don't belong here. I don't have enough fashion sense. People are mean that are here. Um, and Floyd Mayweather is very mean (laughs) by the way, but anyways, that's a different story. It was, it was traumatizing for me at the time. And, but now I love like five-star hotels and I feel like very safe. I feel like very expressed in beauty when I'm in luxury, but I can also go camping in a tent and I am like, I can be in the rustic vibes too. So it's just like letting yourself be all of it. And isn't it beautiful that the actual work is to move through these experiences and the journey that it takes us through to allow ourselves to remember that we belong everywhere and that we are everything. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I remember one of the biggest things that I teach in one of my programs that's called Soul Abundance that talks about the quantum. It's like one, like something that is a spellbinding or like how we manifest, how we attract all the things is deciding that you belong with it. The moment you decide that you belong with it is in your field. So wanting something, it's actually a lot of the times when we want something, it's like, I want it, but I don't belong with it. And then when we move it to like, is a desire, it's like, oh, I just desire this because I desire it. So I don't actually need it or, or, or necessarily, you know, like attack, like have like any resistance to it. Then we can move into the understanding. I was like, okay, it is I desire. So it is basically like my future calling me in that this is something that I want to experience. And therefore I belong with it because it already happened and the quantum already happened. So when we understand the like, it's about like the, the, the true journey of like, because what, what I think we all desire eventually is to feel loved in our bodies. And we feel loved in our bodies when we, 
first, when we are experiencing deeper layers of who we are and we have like aha moments about who we truly, 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 truly are. And then second, when we're able to break through one piece that was resisting our ability to to feel or experience something that we've desired to experience. So the more and more and more we understand that like what we truly at the end desires are those experiences that like peel the layer of us, the more we understand like, oh, this is actually more beautiful. Like this journey is a lot more beautiful than a lot of numbers and like structures and things. Like I get to be supported by the entire world. Like, okay, I want to share this a little bit the other day. Somebody shared this with me. I'm so thankful that she did. And she was saying like, or it was, it was, um, it was a teacher. He actually comes from Colombia. I'm from Colombia. And he is like, uh, a teacher, a medicine teacher that comes from like a uh, tribe in Colombia that talks about like ancient in ancient wisdom. Um, and, and I haven't really gone through his teachings too much, but one of the things that I took from the other day that I was listening to some of the pieces that he was talking about was like, we forget that like the whole job of the universe is to provide for us. It, like that's it. Like energy, life force, it's whole job every day all the time at all times is providing for us like there's always the sun and there is always the water there is always the air like earth in general like works every day to just provide for us and i feel like that's the piece that we forget we just like are so disconnected from that truth that like we start to think that we need to like do all these other things and then when we come back to the realization like no actually the journey here because we're already provided the journey here is to move through these pieces that allow me to belong with everything to remember that i am everything to remember that you know everything is here for me to experience and it's just sometimes fears and doubts that kind of separate me from already from all the things that i already belong with but the the work, as you're saying, that the evolution, the becoming of the woman, the becoming of who we are, the true like enlightenment per se, is the work of allowing ourselves to push towards the edges that separates us from what is inevitable available for us. Mm, that's so good. <sighs> I love this. This conversation yes. was like mm, this good today. It was just juicy today. Do you feel like you want to add anything else to this conversation? No, I think this has been really beautiful. Yeah. I feel like you, do you want to share like an offer where people can find you and then I'll share the same? Sure. Sure. Um, let me see what is going on in my world right now. Um, I have, um, in this moment, I have two spaces for private mentorship and I also so good, by have, the way. <laughs> oh yes, you have been part of it. Oh my goodness, it was such a beautiful time together. Such mm -hmm. an honor. Um, so I have two spaces for private mentorship this month. And then I also, actually, I haven't really shared too much about it, but it's in the works and it's on pre-sale right now. And it's a mastermind that's called 888, Zone of Genius. And basically what it is, is um, finding, honing into your zone of genius and creating a brand, like an authentic brand that expresses your soul. Not just that sales, not just that works, but crafting a brand that is the fullest expression of your soul. So I have this ability to like see through people things that they are not being able to see or realize about themselves and bring that into a brand that people can feel and people can see. So it's like more tangible because a lot of the times it's like 
in the ethers and I bring it from the ethers and I just give it to you so that you can expand onto that. So I'm excited to, to move people through that mastermind. It's eight weeks and that's the work that we're going to do. It's so sacred. It's eight women creating iconic brandings and authentic brandings that are going to change the world. So mm-hmm. I'm excited on that and I'm usually more on, on Instagram. So uh, if some of you want to connect, come and hang out on Instagram. Oh, so good. I, Love the 888, by the way, because that's like my favorite number. <laughs> oh, yes. Actually, um, I, I kind of created it like last year, the first round of 888, which was completely different. But it, I the number, it was just so incredible, like infinite, you know, like infinite love, infinite everything. And it was about like eight calls, eight women, eight weeks. And I was like, I just love it. So I kind of like took the name again and we're into the second round, which is completely different experience. But the magic of 888 is still there. I remember when you launched that last year because you had this like really crazy branding and I was like, oh, wait, I feel like this is a movie trailer. This is so good. It was uh, like a movie trailer. It stuck in my mind. So I know it was good because it stuck in my mind. Um, so good. I have, let's see, I feel like I have like 500 million offers right now, but we have the um, lingerie revolution. So that's my free masterclass that we're doing Friday. If you haven't signed up, I'll put the link below. Um, we have the Magnetic Muse membership, which is essentially, oh my, there's the word again, master classes, mini programs every month um, reflected from a certain frequency. And then we have the Q&As. So it's really fun. We're focusing on flirtation this month. Next month, we're going to be focusing on the body. It's really good. And then we have the Rich Slut Mastermind, which I talked about a little bit earlier. It's all about stepping into boldness and your fire and your sexual energy and harnessing that for your brand so we can get away from hiding and from like what I would always do, contracting every time I had a breakthrough and not being Mm. able to put it out on the planet. So the Rich Slut Mastermind is like permission to have it all, to be it all, and just like form this really powerful brand with inside of yourself. Um, And that is six weeks long. And then, of course, like my handles are, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. But thanks for watching us today during this beautiful conversation. It's <laughs> so good. And thanks for Thank being Thank you here. also for being here. Well, I love you, Daniela. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Love you. And bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Pleasure Queen podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at PleasureQueenXO. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all the new episodes that come out. I will see you soon.